0: At the Magic Hour with Michael McCallum. I'm your host, Michael McCallum. This is an internet broadcasting podcast brought to you by Rebel Pictures and the Michigan Business Network. So we're continuing the conversation with Mike Marriott, the arts promoter. Let's talk about all the things you're doing with the Opportunity Arts. Like okay. where, where that started from, you're going to take a big breath here because I know you have a lot to talk about. But kind of where that idea came from and why you felt there was a need to that had to be filled
1: so I started off I went to college on a dance scholarship so I was a tap dancer turned arts administrator and when I got into college I discovered arts administration and promotion and marketing And it was one of those things where it's like I like to compete I played sports when I was in high school I didn't play sports past that because I wasn't talented enough Um, But it was one of those things where in arts administration, did you get the grant? Did your client get booked for the event? Did you sell out the show? There were those competitive measurables again. And that's what drew me to arts administration. And then once I got into arts administration and I graduated, I went to New York and worked in arts administration in New York for a decade. And the one thing that I noticed there is a lot of arts entities are set up in the nonprofit sector. And basically what it is is you have a lot of organizations where they'll have a full-time executive director, a full-time development director, a full-time marketing director, and then they stipend the artists. Well, without the artists, there is no art. Right. So if you take the artistic component out of that organization, none of the rest of the organization is relevant. So my thought was, let's create a company where the creative is at the top, and they can hire and stipend the arts administration and the promotion as they need it. Yeah. so for instance if you're a dance company or a small dance company and you're doing three shows a year you need promotion for those three shows you don't necessarily need a full round full salaried marketing director all year round right. and so basically the idea was as the creatives generate revenue they use that revenue to hire opportunity arts the same way they would pay for canvases or paint supplies or dance studio space et cetera. um and that's how the company got started is basically flipped it um, so that the creative is at the top. And then we've done things, too, where um, we've partnered with organizations like Pinnacle in New York to provide fiscal sponsorship for artists um, and arts entities. We also say that we work with understaffed arts organizations, which is everyone.
0: Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Um, because there's, you know, um, it was just one of those things. That's kind of where I just saw it was one of those things I saw a need of. Let the creative be on top and do what they do, and let us handle the business and promotion aspect of it, so they have more time to create
0: because so many artists are not great at it you know it's it's not something that getting into promoting projects that I've been a part of, my own projects I mean it was a trial and error thing it mm-hmm. was working on something and, and seeing how. They didn't execute getting the word out, so there was very few people at the showing. Or they made something, but they didn't send it anywhere. So it, it didn't get the opportunity to even get into any film festivals to get any recognition, not just for the cast and the crew, But also for the project itself, it's like you made this thing, it's like writing a novel and then just burning it at the end of it. It's like you you want people to experience it and see it, you know, all the live performance stuff that you're a part of and that you do, it's like you need people there to see it, to experience it, you know, hopefully they love it, but if they don't, at least they saw it, they experienced it, you know?
1: Well, and I think too, uh, being somebody who's, you know, in promotions, like... To me there's a difference between promotion and marketing mm. marketing is distributing information promotion is generating actionable excitement you've got to get people excited about what's going on and you've got to know your audience too if you're producing something so i like to use uh ballet deviari as an example they're a ballet company out in new york um they they have ballet dancers that are just as talented as the dancers you'll see at, AB, at american ballet theater or new york city ballet um, ballet Deviari dances classical ballet only to death metal. <laughs> that is their niche. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, like, their audience and New York City Ballet audience, those are two different audiences. Sure, sure. You know? Um, and understanding your audience and when you're making art, who, who, not necessarily who you're making art for, but who's going to appreciate it and who's going to like, like it. I feel that's the job of the promoter is to go, okay, you have this thing. Like if you have a film, let me get this in front of who's going to, who's going to respond to this. Who's going to like that. Um, and so that's kind of. You know, I enjoy promotion and everything, too. Um, I'm a fan of sports and pro wrestling, (laughs) and I think they do a phenomenal job uh, of promoting. Um, You don't have to be a wrestling fan to know who Dwayne The Rock Johnson or John Cena are. Sure, sure. Um,
0: yeah, they're great at the spectacle. Yes. They're great at the pomp at, at and the, circumstance yeah,
1: yeah. of the whole thing. And pro wrestling, I always, my, my art friends and my pro wrestling friends, because I have both, they get like, when I say this, because it's like, pro wrestling <laughs> is performance art.
0: Oh, sure. It's yeah. theater
1: in the round with choreography. It's I'm always scared by, by
0: people that think it's real, but yes. performance-wise, yes.
1: Yes. There's there's still, the, it's, there's like a spite, it's like, it's still real to me, damn it. Like, it's, you know.
0: I, I've I worked with a couple people back in the day at different serving and bartending jobs that, like, took it very seriously. Yes. And it was like,
1: okay. Well, this... and it's weird for me, because when I was a kid, I watched it for, like, the enjoyment of it, you know? And now I'm watching it from, like, uh, oh, I like that intro. Oh, I like the way that they did that. Oh, and, like, I'm watching segment by segment of, like, and I'm, like, breaking it down like it's a production, right. you know? And it's just... It's weird, like to be like you know. You watched the build-up for
0: events. I mean, I remember as a kid, just you know, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and
1: (laughs) Macho Man. Yeah, yeah. The cream rises to the top.
0: Hacksaw (laughs) Jim Duggan.
1: And they made they just but they made these big, loud, over-the-top characters, and it's. I mean, again, if you take you know you look at what they have now, like they have Monday Night. They've like there's no off season for them. They do a you know, but right. again it's it's one of those things. And pro wrestlers and athletes they make a good salary doing what they do, and I think we in the arts can get to that point. You know, a lot of people don't realize players that were on the uh, World Champion Green Bay Packers that won the first Super Bowl, mm-hmm. when that season ended, they went and started their off season jobs, because they didn't make enough money yeah. playing NFL football to make a living. Yeah. So I think when you look at the arts and you look at the working artists and even a place here like Lansing where you're like, okay, we're there. You know what I mean? And so now we go forward from there. And then I'm hoping that, you know, two decades from now, like people are like, remember when you used term use the term starving artist? What was that?
0: Right. God, that'd be a great.
1: I want that phrase to die with me.
0: I that that's. Well, I don't want you to die.
1: Not, nah, no, I don't. But when I, uh, I go, I, I'm hopefully going to be here you. a while. Yeah. I don't want it to be. It's. I don't want it to be a regular. Take some thing. other things
0: with you too. But yeah, let that be. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break with Mike Marriott and let the cream rise to the top. This is the Magic Hour with Michael McCallum, Rebel Pictures, Michigan Business Network.